Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today is Friday, April 21st, 2023. We all survived 420. Unless, of course, you're a liberal with a uh, uh, legacy blue check on Twitter. Oh, man, we're going to get to that. <laughs> but the biggest news of the day, ex-CIA chief reveals how he got spies to lie about Hunter Biden's laptop. Merrick Garland is the senior political appointee at the center of an IRS whistleblower bombshell. And John Rich, country music legend, joins the show live. My name is Benny Johnson. And this is The Benny Show. The reason why I am broadcasting to you from Florida is because I love my children. I love my family and I moved them down here from the communist rat hole that is Washington, D.C. because I feared for their lives. And so why would I feed them garbage? I certainly wouldn't move a thousand miles just to poison my children with bad meat or bad food. And that is why I use Moink Box, ladies and gentlemen. Moink. It is the meat like the meat where I grew up. I grew up in Iowa. I grew up on a farm. You could raise meat and beef and chicken and fish and know where it came from. I tossed that meat on the grill and it looked just delicious. This is what it looked like when it came to my house. All of these steaks, all of these ribeyes, all of these delicious seasoned meat and beef bone in. And baby, I tossed it on the grill and it was a sizzle and it was such a delicious meal for my family. Let me encourage you to get Moink Box today. Keep American farmers going by signing up for moinkbox.com slash Benny right now. That's spelled M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash Benny. It is so delicious. And you'll get free bacon in your first box. Now, listeners to this show will get free bacon in every single order. This is a limited time offer. Go to moinkbox.com slash Benny. All right, here we go. Cutting through, of course, the fat here and the show and directly to the revelation that the deep state and the CIA colluded with the Biden campaign in order to rig the election against Donald Trump. And I want to be very clear here. Uh, this is what they accuse Donald Trump of doing. What is the iron law? of the modern day media apparatus and modern day Democratic Party is that everything that they accused Donald Trump of doing, every crime, every activity, he colluded with the Russians to meddle in the 2020 election, they said. This is legitimate, confirmed via our own Congress, the meddling and the interference in an election by our own government. And what is that government exactly? And we wanted to take a step back by like, what do we say? What do we mean when we say deep state? And we resurfaced a very old clip that actually got a Chinese professor essentially tossed in prison. You'll never hear from this guy ever again. A Chinese professor way back in the early days of the Trump administration was trying to convince a Chinese audience uh, inside of a university there in China uh, of how America really runs. Now, this guy is an expert. In the Anglosphere, he's an expert in uh, in Sino relationships with America. He has spent his entire life studying how Washington works and really trying to figure out how the American system works because it's very different from the Chinese system. And he had this to say as it pertains to the American form of government. Listen. Ah, 
就是因为咱们上边有人。Who helped the Bidens build their global foundation? Who assisted in the Bidens building their corrupt businesses? The Chinese are bragging about it, saying that the Bidens represent the traditional elite in American society. That the Bidens represent the ruling class, and that that ruling class was disgusted by Donald Trump and coordinated and colluded in order to make sure that Donald Trump was no longer in charge. Now you have confirmation of that, not just from the Chinese side, but from the American side, ladies and gentlemen. Ex-CIA chief spills on how he got spies to lie about Hunter Biden laptop letter to help Biden. This is the most devastating news. What happened is very simple. Anthony Blinken, the guy who has been just a deep state apparatchik, he worked in the Obama regime. He's worked for Joe Biden. He's now secretary of state as a reward for organizing all of these spies to lie about Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, Hunter Biden's laptop hit like a bombshell. The New York Post did accurate reporting on this piece of the, the most important piece of political uh, uh, crisis evidence in American history. Nothing, not the Watergate break in. Uh, I mean, this side of like the bullets that struck JFK, there is no greater pieces of evidence of political corruption and deep state corruption in this country than Hunter Biden's laptop. And what happened was when that laptop hit and they knew it was going to hit, you can check the FBI warning Twitter to censor it. You can see, you know, the FBI had it since 2019. The Trump camp should have actually ran with this laptop. They should have like, they should have come out quickly with this thing. But nonetheless, history is history. When they came out with it, they were prepared. And how were they prepared? Because people inside of the Biden camp, the Biden campaign themselves, coordinated with the deep state, with CIA agents, in order to get a letter from all of these intel officials to lie and say that this has all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. And then what would happen is that the lazy, bootlicking corporate media would use that letter as the shield against ever asking any questions about it. There was a reporter for Politico at the time, his name is Jake Sherman. This man had to apologize. Jake Sherman had to go and grovel and apologize just for sharing the story. You might recall that the story was blocked on Twitter. It was blocked on social media. It was downgraded. Oh man. And it was because of this, because the Biden campaign colluded with the deep state to block it. So now we know that official. Now we know that Chinese agent there who's talking about how America is really run, uh, that he's right. And now we have the confirmation. Watch. Now, this week, former acting CIA director Mike Morrell unwound some things for us, admitting that now Secretary of State Tony Blinken, then an aide to Biden, told him the laptop was a Russian plant, which prompted him to collect signatures from 50 respected or previously respected intel officers, adding credibility to the claim the laptop was fake. And then we had an election. So. So Anthony Blinken, the current secretary of state coordinated all of it, went to all of the former spooks, all of the former intel officials that served this country and got them to lie. If that's not election rigging via the media, via our deep state, I don't know what it is. It becomes so enraging because you have such a mountainous 
series of demonstrable and empirical evidence about the corruption of this country, and then nothing ever happens. Will Anthony Blinken be impeached? Will Anthony Blinken be removed from office? For federal marshals for doing this? For like clearly meddling in an election? Clearly influencing an election with lies spread to the American people? And how do we know that that influence worked? Well, because we have the polling to show that if Biden voters were to have known about the crimes of the Biden family, they probably wouldn't have voted for him. And now as those crimes have been trotted out and rolled out, you can see Joe Biden, he can't get above 30% in his approval ratings with his own base. RFK Jr. announced a couple of days ago, and he's polling at 14% against a sitting Democrat president. It's enraging. As the details get rolled out, you realize that American democracy was completely rolled. Here's John Solomon with the reporting. Yeah, it's so important. So uh, uh, Mike Morrell is a very respected intelligence uh, career official. He started, he was, he rose to the deputy director's level and twice as acting director of our most important spy agency. And, and he gets a call from Tony Blinken at a time where Mike Morrell's name is being floated that he might be Joe Biden's CIA uh, director. He doesn't get it, but they float it, right? And then Tony Blinken asked him to do a favor, get a letter signed, suggest that this is a Russian operation, a Russian disinformation operation, and get it out there. And Morrell says he does it. The only reason he did it is because Tony Blinken asked him. And he says his intention was to get Joe Biden elected. He intended to use this letter of disinformation to achieve a political goal in the United States election. He wanted Joe Biden elected, and the letter was the vehicle by which he could do it. After the letter gets out, and Joe Biden remembers it during the debate, and he brings it up, and he uses it to blunt Donald Trump's attacks on Hunter Biden. He gets a call. Mike Morrell gets a call and says, great job. The Biden campaign congratulated him for weaponizing that letter in a way that Joe Biden could use it to win the debate or try to win Is the it? debate. So there's a perfect through line here to the presidential debate. We went and pulled the old clips and you can see how this operation worked. First, you get a bunch of people with letters behind their names. You organize all these people who want you to be president with letters behind their names. So essentially, instead of just shutting the F up, which is what you're supposed to do if you're a former Intel official, you get these guys, you drag them out, you use them for political purposes. You get them to sign this letter saying that the verified and true Hunter Biden laptop, the real laptop that's actually Hunter Biden, that has all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. There's no evidence. No one has ever delivered a shred of evidence. In fact, every single news publication that ran with that lie has now confirmed that it's true. CBS, NBC, The New York Times, The Wall Street Journal, The Washington Post, all of them have confirmed that this is all real. Doesn't matter. Too little, too late. The operation worked because what it prevented was for people to start asking questions about it. And more importantly, it prevented the dissemination of this information. Uh, this is George Orwell level, like deep state, real world espionage tactics used against you. This is coup d'etat, color revolution crap used against our American public. The CIA is not allowed to operate in America. Uh, let, let me explain that. The CIA is not allowed to use any of its espionage, espionage tools inside of the United States of America. It is foreign only. Yet here we have the CIA doing what they do all around the world. 
and staging a color revolution based on a lie. Based on a lie. And the the single through point for all truth in life is understanding, one, that your government has the capacity to lie to you. This is what I've got. We got to break through to the American people. One, the government not only has the capacity to lie to you, does all the time. Easy to see during COVID. But two, the government actually willingly and wantingly lies even when it means harm to you. Whether it be the Gulf of Tonkin during Vietnam, whether it be the Kennedy assassination or Watergate or weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, they don't care. The lies are the native tongue of these people. It becomes, I mean, true. I mean, it truly becomes overwhelming. And then, then you see what the point of that lie is when you watch the actual clips of Joe Biden during the debates. Watch. 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care Four, five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. This is classic Trump. We have four days left and all of a sudden there's a laptop. There's overwhelming evidence that from the intelligence community that the Russians are engaged. I still think that the stories from the fall about your son Hunter it's the last ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family. The vast majority of the intelligence people have come out and said there's no basis at all. These goblins knew what they were doing. This is called the wrap up smear. You can find old footage of Nancy Pelosi talking about it. But this is just done on a different scale. This is done on a CIA level color revolution scale. Again, we're used to seeing stuff like this in Ukraine. We're not used to seeing it in our country. We're not used to seeing the tools of espionage turned on the American people. And that's what this was. So let's call it what it is. This was the CIA operation now confirmed through sworn testimony, by the way, lie to Congress, go to prison, sworn testimony from our Congress. So I suppose we're appreciative for Jim Jordan and James Comer for giving us this. It's also like deeply demoralizing because now you know you live a lie. Look, now you know that your own intelligence organizations are fully capable and willing and happy to coalesce around a lie to the American people. And then you can see the usage of that lie so easy in the wrap-up smear. Again, Nancy Pelosi bragging about it in an old clip. Maybe we can dig it up. This old ass clip from like the year 2000, Nancy Pelosi goes out and brags about the wrap up smear. When your enemy does something illegal, when your enemy does something illegal, they have an opportunity to then use that to market it and merchandise it to the press and then to accuse your enemy of your own crimes. So this is the perfect example of that. Donald Trump rigged an election by working with Russia. Donald Trump colluded with Russia. It was a lie. And the same people screaming it were the ones colluding in order to interfere in an election against Donald Trump. And here's your interference. Secret and then, emails. A really fishy story. The Post claimed that the emails were found on a laptop computer that was brought to a repair shop in Delaware in the spring of 2019. The FBI is now investigating whether those alleged Hunter Biden emails 
are actually connected to a larger foreign intelligence operation. They may be related to a foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence operation. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence. Foreign intelligence operation. For all we know, these emails are made up. The information found on the laptop may be part of a Russian disinformation campaign. Part of a Russian uh, disinformation uh, effort. Described by many intelligence experts as having hallmarks. All the hallmark, hallmarks, rather. All the hallmarks of a Russian. Or Russian. Russian disinformation. Russian disinformation. Disinformation campaign. This is a classic example of the right wing media machine. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So this is called merchandising. Let me give you the lingo. You are guilty of a crime. They're guilty of interfering and meddling inside of the 2020 election. Okay? That's what they're guilty of. All right? So what they do is they create a lie about Donald Trump instead colluding with Russia. And then they merchandise that to the media and it gets repeated over and over and over and over again. And there's another nefarious level to this where then they colluded with social media in order to shut down that story entirely. And we now know that because of the Twitter files. We know it is a tactic because Nancy Pelosi literally goes out on TV and brags about this tactic. Then you, it, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it. And they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear. And then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. And it's, it's, it's self- Next. So here's the political article. This is the article. It's still up. You can ask my team. I was ranting and raving this weekend. Ranting and raving. I'm sorry, not this weekend. I I do that on the weekends as well. But this morning in the studio, looking at this article, scroll down to the very bottom of it. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo, dozens of former intel officials say. This written by sleazy, deep state, sniveling wench, Natasha Bertrand is her name. just Just an Operation Mockingbird asset for the deep state. She's not a reporter. She's a government asset. I think she works at CNN now because, of course, Natasha Bertrand wrote this. Are we at the very bottom? Yeah, here we go. Do you see a correction? Do you see a correction? Make something very clear. Sometimes we get it wrong and we correct on the show. We correct in the copy. Let's say we put up something incorrect or a piece of information. Whether we get fact checked or not, we do our best. I always want you to be informed. We do our best. Uh, Even if it's like a meme or something, like we do our very level-headed best to give you the correct information. And if we mess it up, we will admit it, pull it all back, okay? That's our obligation to you. And it's important. Do you see a correction at the bottom of this article? This is the article they're all talking about. 
The mistake that Republicans make, the mistake that our side makes is that we assume that there's some type of embarrassment from the left for what they did to Donald Trump, what they did to the Republican majorities in the House and the Senate, what they did in lying about Russia in impeaching Trump. We, 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 we assume that they've failed or that they're like sad about it. They're not sad about it. They're proud about it. They're proud. That's how you know it's evil. That's how you know you're not living in the same country as these people. They will lie for power. They will weaponize our own intelligence agencies against us. They'll do it and they'll be happy about it. They have no morality. They have no spine. They have no balls. They have no humility, no human capacity for understanding of the damage that they have done. They don't apologize. They brag about it. They got Trump impeached twice. They got a special counsel on him and they were able to kneecap Donald Trump's first term. That is seen as a success. And why? Because you and me, we defied them by voting for Donald Trump. We defied their chosen candidate, their oligarchical uniparty candidate in Hillary Clinton. And there were as many Republicans on Capitol Hill sobbing that Donald Trump was elected in 2016 as there were Democrats. Mark my words. To this very day, these human scum who signed this letter, they are not repentant. Here's a uh, former CIA, uh, uh, former CIA official, David Priest, refusing to say he regrets signing the letter. Here you go. You regret signing onto the letter? Oh, absolutely not. Because those words are still true. Do you think it has all the classic earmarks? Oh, absolutely not. No, this Even is. No, it wasn't true. It no. had the classic earmarks, but it wasn't true. What is not true? That it was Russian disinformation. That's not what we said in the letter. Read the actual letter. And we said, we do not know if this is Russian disinformation. It has right? all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. Exactly. The I difference between an information campaign and a disinformation campaign get to candidate and a misinformation campaign. It's not my fault if people don't look up definition. Listen, man, we get spiritual on this show. And let me tell you. As I sit with my wife every Sunday, I read through the Bible, I'm trying to read through the Gospels, okay? I'm a simple Christian, I'm no scholar over here. But when you see Christ interacting with demons in this world, you know, Paul Harvey, greatest trick that Satan ever, greatest trick Satan ever played was, uh, you know, trying to convince people he wasn't real. During Christ's time, people just knew it was a demon possession. They're, oh man, that guy, they're demon possessed, he lives in the hills. These people always their trademark. Talk about trademark of Russian disinformation. How about a trademark of demon possession? In Christ's time, they were like demon. The guy's demon possessed. He doesn't sleep. He's moving all weird. He's his eyes roll back in his head. He's like all nervous. He like talk, you know they like they're like they're, they're like they're not speaking normally. And you watch clips like that of that goon there on Brett Bear's show, which is like milk toast Fox News. And you watch these guys and you watch them operate. And you're like, there is something actually demonic about it. Uh, the first book of the Bible says that Satan's native tongue is lying. First thing Satan does is lie to God's creation. And so if you can lie with that kind of impunity, if Joe, Joe Biden used the lie, 
during the debates. The media used the lie. If you can use that lie, if you can you weaponize that lie with that kind of impunity, then you 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 got to ask yourself which side are you on? Who's playing for the enemy? Lies are evil. Lies are from the pit of hell. The truth shall set you free. And the more you look at these people wiggle and writhe and scream, the more you got to ask yourself, like, what, what, you know, like, what kind of possession we got here? America is a Christian nation. It's a nation founded by God, uh, founded uh, like on the principles of Judeo-Christianity. You got God on our currency. It's the most powerful country in the world. You got churches in every town center. Of course, Satan's going to attack us. And how's he going to do it? Well, as we started off the show, the political class, the true leaders inside of an inside of an oligarchy, you're going to go after them. And so you can see it on display here, ladies and gentlemen, reading from the breaking news, Joe Biden's presidential campaign prompted former acting CIA director Mike Morrell to help Biden, quote unquote, by organizing 50 colleagues to sign a letter in October 2020, falsely claiming that the damning emails from Hunter Biden's laptop published by the Post were Russian disinformation. In private sworn testimony, Morrell told House Judiciary Committee that Anthony Blinken, now Secretary of State, was the senior campaign official who reached out to him. Three days after the Post published the email of the laptop to essentially pen the letter. Morell identified the potential CIA director under Biden that he said he organized the letter to help Vice President Biden because he wanted him to win the election. Until Biden's call, Morell had told House investigators that he had no intention of writing the statement exonerating Biden, but he agreed that the conversation with Blinken triggered that intent in him. Oh, man, my God. At 1035, the night of the call, Blinken emailed Morell a USA Today article claiming that the FBI was examining whether Hunter Biden's laptop was a disinformation campaign. My God, my God. At the bottom of Blinken's email was a signature block of Andrew Bates, then director of the rapid fire response of the Biden campaign. Morell said he did a little of his own research and then reached out to retired CIA senior operations officer, Mark Polyamorous, Polymerianos. Um, we know none of these people. We know most of these people are on polyamorous relationships. So maybe that is true. It's a Greek, a Greek name for in, for assistance in compiling a letter discrediting the Post's reporting. My God, my God. So in case you're wondering if you are up against actual evil, just take these people at their actions, take these people at their words. And when they're on video, have a look and ask yourself if this is a man, this is Peter Strzok when he was found, when he, this, this was like one of the one of the people ripped out of the deep state and brought into account before Congress for also saying in text message form, will Donald Trump become president? Asked Lisa Page. And Peter Strzok says, no, 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 we'll stop it. How much more information do you need? How much more evidence do you need? The true evil at the root and stem of the tree here in this country. Peter Strzok, look at that face. Look at the writhing. Look at the snake-like movements. Those are sick individuals, man. They're sick. Sometimes it's important to stare evil in the face to understand what you're up against. You got to be meaner than evil. You got to be brutal. We got to be strong. Evil is unsleeping. It's unrelenting. This guy is back on TV. This ain't this guy. My God. My God.
Uh, let's see. What's the news chat saying? Apparently, uh, apparently Elon Musk has uh, weighed in on this. This is breaking news. Uh, but we don't. Do we have the tweet? What say you, Secretary Blinken? What's this in response to? Ah, ah, yes. Producer ALX getting another Elon Musk response. Uh, so Anthony Blinken being called out on this and Elon Musk weighing in. My goodness. So, ladies and gentlemen, we certainly are living inside of evil times. It is certainly times where you do not want to take or offer uh, any of your hard-earned money to the side that hates you. That is why I recommend that you use Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the cell phone company that keeps us online and keeps us connected in these breaking news times. And I don't just say that as something that uh, I'm told to say or a script in front of me. It's literally excellent service that works and it works everywhere that we go. And we take the show on a lot to a lot of great places. It is the only Christian conservative wireless provider. It offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. And you can use a cell phone service that doesn't want to destroy this country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support a free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, military and veteran first responder supporting company. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny or call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. Free activation today with the offer code Benny, patriotmobile.com slash Benny. Okay, so what else are we understanding and learning right now? Uh, about the collusion inside of the deep state to protect the Bidens. So they colluded and meddled in order to get Biden over this crisis of his son's crimes. And of course, the crimes exposing Joe Biden as the head of a crime family. And then they continue. We've learned now that whistleblowers inside of our government have outed Attorney General Merrick Garland, the top law enforcement official in the country, as the senior political appointee who has lied. Merrick Garland is interfering and refusing to prosecute Hunter Biden in a criminal probe. This is now the named official. Uh, to catch you up on the story, there has been a whistleblower that has come out and said directly that the Biden administration political appointees are refusing to prosecute Hunter Biden. That whistleblower is now in cooperation with Republicans in Congress, Article 1 of the Constitution that has oversight over Article 2, which is the executive. And now they are saying that it is Merrick Garland, the top law enforcement official in the nation, that is refusing to prosecute Hunter Biden. And they are naming Hunter Biden's crimes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is direct interference in the rule of law. This is impeachable. This should be the end. We'll see if Republicans have the spine. Here's what we know. Senior law enforcement officials describing to NBC News growing frustration inside the FBI because federal investigators finished the bulk of their work about a year ago and suspect political interference is delaying the process. Two senior. So that's corporate media reporting on this. This is crisis time. The corporate media is actually reporting on this because now there is so much demonstrable empirical evidence that is impossible to ignore. Hunter Biden is responding to this by saying the whistleblower is committing a crime. This is interesting. Biden says the agent is committing a crime by discussing an ongoing tax investigation in an attempt to harm the president's son. But the whistleblower's attorney just told me such claims are baseless. 
So, okay, got it. The guy who's attempting to tell the truth here about what's going on is also is actually telling a lie. There's a through point here. Once you reframe your life spiritually, once you reframe your life in a spiritual lens, it all starts making sense. Satan is the author of all lies. You're able to actually see like black is white, up is down. The sun is cold. Incredible. The whistleblower is the one who's lying, says Hunter Biden's lawyer. These people are so craven and so depraved. Hunter, this whistleblower's lawyer uh, was making the rounds yesterday, defending his client and saying that Merrick Garland is the person who has actually lied under oath. Watch. A career law enforcement officer who knows the right way to do an investigation when he hears a senior a politically appointed official at the Department of Justice under sworn testimony say something, and in his mind, it's directly contradictory to what he knows is going on with the investigation. And what he can he, prove with documents. What he can prove with documents, he wants to come forward. Yeah, he's doing it the right way. Right now, all the fingers are pointing to Biden's attorney general, Merrick Garland, who recently went under oath to say that the Department of Justice has kept politics out of the Hunter Biden case. He has been advised that uh, he is not to be denied uh, anything that he needs. And uh, if that were to happen, um, it should uh, ascend through the department's ranks. And I have not heard anything uh, from that office to suggest uh, that uh, they are not able to do everything that the U.S. attorney wants to do. He's certainly an inspiring figure. Uh, meanwhile, did the attorney general just get caught lying under oath? Are we heading that direction? It looks like it. So the attorney general lies under oath. What are you looking at here? especially in the statements that are being gathered from Congress, you're looking at obstruction of justice. This is the charge. So you're obstructing justice. They are trying to charge Hunter Biden with four crimes. Let's detail those. Attorney General Merrick Garland is the senior unnamed Biden administration official at the center of the new bombshell IRS claim, according to the Daily Mail. According to the letter Wednesday from attorney Mark Little, a man serving as a supervising agent in a high-profile criminal tax probe has come forward seeking whistleblower protections, claiming that politics are improperly infecting decisions in an investigation. The investigation referred to is examining Hunter Biden's finances and also Hunter Biden's foreign connections. The protected disclosures by the IRS whistleblower contradicts sworn testimony to Congress by senior political appointees. That person would be Merrick Garland. The Daily Mail has confirmed that the senior appointee is Merrick Garland. The New York Post first reported Garland's connection to the whistleblower on Thursday. The disclosures also involve a failure to mitigate clear conflicts of interest in the ultimate uh, disposition of the case. In addition, the whistleblower admissions apparently detailed preferential treatment and politics improperly infecting decisions and protocols that would normally be followed by career law enforcement professionals in similar circumstances. Uh, Little wrote that the client is a career IRS criminal supervising agent, special agent, who has been overseeing sensitive investigations since uh, this sensitive investigation since 2020. So what are they going after Hunter Biden with? Here are the federal charges that federal prosecutors have been trying to bring against Hunter Biden and have been unable to do so because they have been blocked. Federal prosecutors have considered charging Hunter Biden with three tax crimes and a charge related to a gun crime, according to sources familiar. The possible charges are two misdemeanor accounts and failure to file taxes, a single felony account on tax evasion related to business expense and gun charge, also potential felony. 
Two senior law enforcement sources told NBC News about the growing frustration inside of the FBI because the investigators finished the bulk of their work a year ago. But yet Hunter Biden is seen at the Easter egg roll last week and gallivanting around Ireland with his father this week. Why is he not in shackles? A senior law enforcement source told the IR said the IRS finished its investigation a year ago. They know that Hunter Biden is guilty as hell. By the way, this is just the slap on the wrist stuff. This is just the initial breadth of the investigation. The Washington Post previously reported that federal investigators believe that they had gathered enough evidence to charge Hunter Biden with tax crimes and false statements related to a gun purchase. It's going to be interesting because every single day Joe Biden tweets out about gun crimes and gun criminals. If you really wish to prove a point, you will lock up your own son, who is himself a gun criminal. Not to rehash a story that we covered a lot, but Hunter Biden is a crackhead. Hunter Biden lied on his federal NICS form, which is the form that you have to send into the federal government to say that you are free of drug use and free of uh, all manner of duplicitous activity. Have you ever filled out one of these? Have you ever bought a gun? It's like the, 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 the form is as long as your arm. And you have to tell the government all these details about you. And if you lie on that form, hot damn, man, 15 years in prison. Hot damn, 15 years in prison. So now we have Hunter Biden not only lying on that form, but you have Hunter Biden openly and cravenly flying around on Air Force One in spite of the fact that not only did he lie on that form, but that gun was discarded inside of a dumpster near a high school. Did you know this? So Hunter Biden was shagging his brother's, his dead brother's widow, and they got into a fight, and she grabbed his gun out of his uh, glove compartment, threw it into a dumpster next to a Delaware high school. Got it? Got it. Because gun crime in school and everything, right? The IRS Criminal Investigation Division, the J Department of Justice, the Office of the U.S. Attorney, and the District of Delaware and attorneys for Hunter Biden declined to comment. The federal investigation of Hunter Biden began in 2018. It has narrowed from an inquiry into international business relationships, including any possible national security implications. That's going to be managed by Congress. And so what does the White House have to say about this? You'd assume that this would be an important thing to talk about. Cringe Jean Pierre, ladies and gentlemen, with our nuclear cringe of the day. president confident that his attorney general has upheld all the ethical obligations here when it comes to this investigation? Again, the president has always been clear during the campaign, during his presidency, that the Department of Justice should have independence. Uh, they should not be politicized and they should be able to do their job uh, uh, independently, essentially. Mm, OK, they should be able to do their job independently. Well, this is quite interesting and ironic that Hunter Biden's lawyer's defense here is that the, the the whistleblowers are committing crimes. Our favorite legal expert, Jonathan Turley, had this to say. Extremely serious. There's obviously the allegation of perjury. It's also a crime to interfere with IRS investigations. So these things do bring you into the criminal code. It's also important, as I keep on saying, that uh, there is the secondary question as well, whether or not 
there is evidence of crime. There is ample evidence of corruption. That's what influence peddling is. There's ample evidence of millions of dollars going to the Biden family. Congress has an equal interest in that. In fact, Congress is the primary body to investigate that since the Department of Justice investigates crimes. So there's a lot here that we have to unravel. What was ironic about the attack by Hunter Biden's counsel on this whistleblower is that Hunter Biden just recently called on the IRS to investigate his critics. So it, it was a, a rather odd moment for them to uh, have this uh, pearl clutching uh, scene uh, that they were appalled that a whistleblower went to Congress. I've represented whistleblowers. This is how whistleblowers have to proceed. I mean, really, it is. I don't know. There is not a word in the English language for it. It's gobsmacking. I don't know. What is what is the words? I, I am I am I am abreast. I am aggrieved to find a word in the English language to describe what is happening right now, because the response to this and I suppose this is what collapse looks like. But the response to this is they found out my crimes. Now it's time to put them in jail. That's been Hunter Biden's lawyer's response. They found out my crimes, and now it's time to put them in prison. Again, we have the clip. This was this is being played on corporate media. Watch. Wilcox, if a person lies on Form 4473 and, a user, and is a user of unlawful drugs, um, you can get between five to ten years for that. Is that correct? Is that my understanding? No, I, be I believe Congress changed the uh, sentence uh, last Congress. Uh, what is that sentence now? Up to 15. Up to 15 years. Uh, why hasn't Hunter Biden been prosecuted for the crime that he committed? I'm not aware of the facts of that case and can't comment on it. Okay. Who do we talk to to see why this uh, case is not being prosecuted? I mean, he said very clearly in his book that he used drugs. He had uh, gun, a gun, at least a gun. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Senior point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Uh, he, sir, he's got his he's got his five minutes. Go ahead, continue. Okay, so, <laughs> I understand why um, you do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very clear why you don't want because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what's going on right now, and everybody's talking about it across America. There's two standards of justice that are um, that are going on. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to see you want to see the demons work. You can see them. You believe that evil is real. Are you prepared to face evil? Are you prepared? We certainly are not as a party, because when was the last time that Republicans locked up any of these people? Who gets away with it? Bill Clinton gets away with it. Hillary Clinton gets away with it. The CIA, the FBI, they get away with it. At some point, the Republican Party, if it wishes to survive. It is going to have to match the energy and the reality that we can't be lied to anymore. We are awake as a population. We can see and detail the crimes. We can stack that evidence up inside of this studio. We spend thousands of hours researching, going through the tape, going through the footage, stacking one on top of the other. Evidence, 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 breadcrumb, 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 showing you the hard documents, the hard data, the videos, the assets, 
so that you can see for yourself. A lot of people just bloviate, a lot of, lot of hot air. We want to show you. We'll correct when we're wrong, but we're often not wrong because we do the research and we spend thousands of hours doing the research. And then what comes of it? Where will the accountability be? If the Republican Party wishes to survive, there must be accountability, actual accountability. In the 2024 election, ask yourself who will bring accountability. Ask them if you meet them on the campaign trail, any Republican running. And if they look at you with some blank stare in the middle distance, when you say, will you scatter the CIA and the FBI into a thousand pieces, into ashes and into the winds? Will you split up D.C. into the four corners of this nation? Will you take federal agencies and put them where they belong in Montana and in Texas or maybe do an assessment as to whether they belong at all? Will you actually rip the screaming demon heart out of this nation? Hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for me because I love this place a lot. It's where I raise my kids. It's where I choose to live. It's the ground that I will fight on until I can fight no more. But it, there's only so much people can take. Because this insult to us, this insult to our nation, this insult to our country. Can we survive it? Or are we already done? I mean, that is ultimately the question. There are fighters still and there will be much to fight. Joe Biden's apparently planning on announcing for president next week by video, by the way. Speaking of uh, by video, uh, we will be joined soon by country music legend John Rich, who my producer tells me is just just setting up. It's going to be very dope. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about Bud Light and what's going on. But joining us uh, next week by via video, because he couldn't do it in person, will be Joe Biden announcing that he'll be running again. 80 year old Joe Biden will confirm his run in 2024 via a video. As his polling is in the absolute and total gutter. As his polling swirls around in the low 30s with his own base. And as RFK Jr., who is a person who is challenging Biden for the Democratic nomination, is at 14%. Watch. Uh, President Biden could have a significant challenge on his hand in the uh, form of one Robert Kennedy Jr., the eldest son of the uh, late attorney general and presidential candidate Robert Kennedy, of course, was assassinated in 1968. Uh, but what's remarkable about this challenge is how Robert Kennedy Jr. is polling in an environment where he's literally just begun this, uh, maybe owing to the name, maybe owing to frustration with the, how things are going in the economy or with the president. Uh, he gets 13 or 14 percent really hasn't even started yet. So are you ready for ancient 80-year-old Joe Biden to run again? The Washington Post reported on Thursday that the plans, with the date selected to coincide with when Biden launched his 2020 bid for the White House four years before, will roll out on Tuesday of next week. Biden took his time getting into the 2020 race, but announced that he would mount a run via video message April 25th when he uh, when he ran against Donald Trump for the 2020 elections. There were questions about his age. He is now America's oldest president. And he is sluggish. Biden originally seemed primed to announce his 2024 reelection bid after the holidays 
but he said he would discuss, discuss it more with his family. After those holidays, then, Joe Biden was hit with classified document scandals. Joe Biden's family is now in the midst of, and we've been covering this for years, the worst revelations that we have seen yet over his family and their corruption. And so he's going to announce in the midst of that. This is hubris. This is, I mean, clear, <laughs> clearly somebody who has a craven disregard for this nation. I mean, if you had the record of Joe Biden, of course, what you would do is you would refuse to run again. You would say out of, you know, I, I, for my own, out of my own morality and out of my own pride, I, I've done such damage to this nation. I just refuse to run again. I apologize. I resign. <laughs> that's what you, that's what, if you had a shred of moral character, that's where you go. But unfortunately, we don't have that. There are institutions in this nation that are so thoroughly corrupted that they really, I'm not sure, can survive. One of those institutions is Bud Light. Now, that might seem like a strange bridge to you, but they really have the, the, the same hallmarks, right? Budweiser is a very old company. Joe Biden's a very, very old president. They have both had, they both had like decent and good products in their day. And, and I mean that you can go back through like Joe Biden's old, like before wokeness, Joe Biden had a pretty common sense approach to a considerable amount of politics. He was considered in the middle. Joe Biden, of course, needed to appeal to the brain dead woke zombies. He needed to appeal to these goblins that are now in charge of his party, neo-Marxists. And so Joe Biden just, I mean, is a complete Muppet now for AOC, George Soros and the like. Much like with Bud Light and Budweiser, which has been completely and totally corrupted by the exact same people. And you don't need to have that be the majority of the preponderance of your nation, your country or your nation. You can just have a small minority of those people screaming that we need to put Dylan Mulvaney on a can, for instance. And that is why the Bud Light consequence that we are delivering to them is so important. It is important for us to deliver also a consequence to Joe Biden at the polls, but we can vote with our cash every single day and not use woke products and not use products that spit in our faces and betray the paying customer. Not only betray our value system, but betray what we believe as it's written in God's word. As like the, the design and the creation of man. Because what you're doing is you're insulting Christians, you're insulting believers, you're insulting Muslims and Jews as well. You're, you're insulting the very foundations of this nation. And that's why the very foundation of this nation shook and said, my God, uh, Bud Light and Budweiser, we will not sell you anymore and we will not use your product. Now, it takes um, very little bravery to do that from my end. I don't drink that much. And when I do drink, I certainly do not drink the squirrel piss water uh, strained and brewed inside of a um, twig filled gutter at my grandmother's house. That's Bud Light. Uh, it takes a lot of bravery to say you're no longer going to use Budweiser or Bud Light products if you own, let's say, a very successful bar inside of Nashville, if you're a very famous country music legend. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why we are very excited to welcome for the first time country music legend John Rich on our program.
Thank you so much for joining us. This is a, uh, a treat and a privilege. We've been a fan of your music. We went to the Rumble Party at your house. We uh, have been uh, huge fans for a long time, but, but never more than watching you stand up to the woke and to the people who truly have destroyed a good American beer brand um, and are now paying the price for it. John Rich, thank you for joining the program. Good to be with you. I'm, I'm actually sitting in the room that you were hanging out in not too long ago. You oh, yeah. Okay. I recognize, <laughs> I recognize it. Yes. Yes. Yeah, man. It's good, good to be on with you. What a, what a crazy couple of weeks. So being a guy that does own a business, I own a bar in downtown Nashville, Redneck Riviera. Our number one beer since the day we opened back in 2018 was, guess what? Number one. I mean, it wasn't even close. Number two wasn't even close. And so when all this story broke about a Bud Light marketing campaign, I told my general manager, I said, hey, man, keep a tight watch on Bud Light sales. I'm curious what happens. So, you know, I didn't I didn't do what Kid Rock did, which is take it out in the backyard and shoot it. Uh, you know, I'm like, I want to see what people do. Let, let's test this for a minute. For And on top of that, I don't really believe in cancel culture. I don't I'm not going to cancel you. I don't want to cancel me. But the customers are king. That's a different story if the customers want to cancel something. So after about five or six days, I get a call from my GM and he says, well, we've sold zero Bud Light. And he said, wow. I said, how many cases of that do we have sitting back there? And he said about 18 cases of it and eight kegs that have not been tapped yet. He goes, what do you want me to do? I said, well, man, you know, we can't keep stuff in stock that nobody's going to buy. Call the distributor and tell them to come pick it up. So it's the first time I think in history that I've ever seen a beer truck take beer out of a bar instead of putting beer into a bar. They loaded it up and gave us the credit and hauled it off. And uh, was the end of the story. Are you seeing that with your other colleagues and uh, and people who own on Broadway there in Nashville? And uh, if you aren't familiar with Nashville, this is the hottest street to be on. Probably the most beer sold per square foot, maybe anywhere in America. And so yeah. this would be ground zero, right, for beer sales, for Bud Light. Are you seeing this at other bars? Are other people in the industry uh, seeing this kind of a, a massive backlash? So I haven't checked with the other bar owners, but it's the same people. I mean, the same people that, that come to Redneck Revere on Broadway are also going to go to the other bars. I and mean, that's what people do. They, they kind of bar hop. So I'd have to think it's a similar story. Um, I've got some internal data uh, from way up the food chain in the in the beverage uh, industry that year over year and i don't know that you're ever going to hear this reported but that year over year uh this past week uh, to that same week the year before that bud light sales are down 34 percent 34 percent across the board meaning the whole market uh and that budweiser was 31 and that uh, a beer like yingling which is uh, american owned the oldest oldest beer brand in America, Yingling was up 30 something points. So this that's the report I got. Now I could be a little off on some numbers, but that's how big of a seismic shift that is. And you know, people have asked me, why do you think why do you think people are responding so strongly? And I think it's because you feel like nobody hears your voice anymore. You feel like your voice doesn't matter. You feel like your vote doesn't matter. You feel like if you do say something strong, it's going to get censored or wiped out. So if they won't listen to our voices, maybe they'll listen to our dollars. And I yes. think this is an opportunity for people who feel like they can't even relax at the end of a hard day and have a beer in peace 
they have to have this bullhorn put in their face every single second, every single day. They've just had enough of it. And so they're speaking with their dollars. And honestly, that is the strongest way to make a point. Here's what I find interesting, and you're very, of course, obviously very successful businessman. You have your own, you have your own brand. You have your own whiskey brand. You have your own ketchup brand, right? Uh, it, I think you, you've really marketed. You've branched out. Conservatives don't want, and there it is on screen. Conservative drink American. I love that. Conservatives. It's not like we're demanding that Bud Light put Rush Limbaugh on a can, right? Like we're not demanding that Donald Trump go on a can of Bud Light, even though that'd probably be the, the top selling can of Bud Light in history. <laughs> Tucker Carlson, right. I would buy the Tucker Carlson Bud Light can in a heartbeat. <laughs> We're not demanding that. We're just saying stay out of our beer. We're just asking for things to be neutral. And why can't we have that? Because, because that's not the way they do it anymore. I mean, you can't go to Disneyland without your kids being indoctrinated. You can't yes. go to school without your kids being indoctrinated. You can't yes. go anywhere without, you, you know, you can't watch network TV. Uh, you can't watch a cooking show on network TV without commercials or, or things being discussed that you don't want your kids seeing. Your kid looks at you and goes, what was that, daddy? And you go, oh, brother, I got to explain this now to a little kid. You can't go anywhere without this stuff in your face all the time. And so I think when it finally got to the, to the lowly beer can, the, 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 the beer drinker who just drink a couple of cold beers after working hard all day, and they go, are you kidding me? I can't even have a beer now without this thing in my face. I think it was, as, as crazy as that sounds, I think that's their personal space when they're having that beer and they're, they're, mm -hmm. they're calming down and they're enjoying that beer, that well-deserved cold beer after a hard day's work, and they went, Okay, enough is enough. And, and you know what? It's actually a, a kind of a heartbreaking experience for a lot of people because, you know, guys will say, I'm a Bud guy. I'm a Coors guy. I'm a Miller guy. It's kind of like saying, I drive a Chevy. Well, I'm a Ford guy. You know, and there's, there's kind of an identity that goes along with what you drive, what you drink. And so they become really disappointed in a lot of the big brands that are out there. And they go, well, I can't, I don't want to drive anymore. I don't want to drink that anymore. What? What's left now? Where do I go? And what I'm seeing is a lot of people are now finding new brands, start brands. They're finding mid-tier brands. They're searching them out and trying to find something that's not going to disappoint them like, like what these brands have been doing. I tell people about Redneck Riviera. If, if you believe in God, family, and country, Redneck Riviera will never disappoint you. What a marketing angle, Betty. I mean, how pathetic is it that the state of our culture is in such a shape? that say you believe in God, family, and country is a marketing angle. I mean, by default, that used to be the way Americans were. Well, of course, God, family, country. We're Americans. But anymore, that, that's like a really strong, bold, uh, against, against the grain kind of a statement. So guys like me, listen, I, I own businesses. I have brands. I've taken a, quite a beating in the music industry. They don't you know, The music industry does not support me anymore, but that's okay. If they liked me, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I know who they are. I'm not looking for their approval. I want to be able to exercise my freedom of speech. I want to be a full-blown American. I want to set an example for my kids. I want to I want to be a voice out there that other people go, wow, they're breaking John's nose every other day, but he keeps coming. So maybe I will too. You know, fear is contagious, but so is courage. And we got to remember that. Man, what a what a beautiful answer. Your music is uplifting. Your music is optimistic about America and remains so. 
uh, and the the rumble party at your house was amazing and listening. There's optimism in what you're doing, and there's still a belief in America, and that's very rare these days, as, uh, especially inside of the entertainment arts and inside of the creative arts. Could you uh, on Friday we try our best to like give people something uplifting? Uh, can you give people a silver lining perhaps to this and, 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 and maybe tell people that not all is lost? Well, so to me, the, the thing that makes America the most unique uh, and the reason that pretty much anybody in the world would live here instead of where they live is this thing called the right to pursue happiness. Yes. It's in the Declaration of Independence. So it doesn't say you have the right to be happy or the right to be successful or be comfortable or be any of those things. It says you have the right to pursue it. So we're human beings. We're created in God's image. Well, is God limitless? Yes. yes. Okay. And he created us and we're in his image. Yes. So that means human beings should be allowed the, the freedom to also be limitless, to, to explore the limits of their capabilities, to exhaust their potential. We still have the right to pursue happiness in this country. Now, they're making it more difficult by the day, but that's not stopping millions and millions of people from risking their very lives to get to this border that's left standing. They're willing to come here not to have a, a shot at being being happy or successful or rich, just to have a shot at exhausting their potential. Now, we know mixed in with that group are a lot of, a lot of nefarious actors, but in general, a human being wants to be allowed to exhaust their potential. We're the only country in the history of the world that said you have an inalienable right, meaning it's not a right given by man or government. It's a right granted to you by your creator with a capital C of the right to pursue happiness. So what keeps me going every day, man, is that I've still got a right to pursue it. They may make the pursuit harder. They may stand in the way of it. I may have to go around it, through it or under it, but I still have the right to go for it and to pursue it. And I think Americans need to remember that every single day when you feel like you can't win, when you feel like they're taking everything away from you, you still have the right to pursue happiness. Nothing about that said it would be easy, even in our own country. Hot damn. What a, what a wonderful thing to hear. I mean, what, what what an encouraging thing to hear. We have members of Congress on, we have senators come on, and they're like, oh, we have so many investigations, it's so corrupt, and there's such a cabal. It's nice to just hear it. it's some, some honest truth. Hope you write a song about it. Final question, Bud Light. Let's say an executive from Anheuser-Busch walks into your beautiful home right now. What do you tell them? What were you thinking? What were you, th you know, the people that market any brand, but especially the multi-billion dollar brands, very highly paid people, educated. They sit around big conference tables and they have very long meetings. And, and what they are there to do is figure out new angles to sell more of the product. That's it. Whether it's a pickup truck or a can of beer or country music, country music has big market too. And so they sit around and they go, okay, What's something new we can come with? What's something we can say or visualize to our customer base? We'll sell more of our product. And so that's exactly the exercise they went through and they landed on, let's put Dylan Mulvaney on a can. That'll sell more beer. So I have to think you're so out of touch. And if you go look at the lady made that call, I mean, give him a break. She doesn't know anything about who she's selling product to. I think it's a it's a fatal mistake to put somebody in of marketing that is not also one of your consumers. You know what I mean? I am a consumer of country music. I am a consumer of 
of whiskey. I like a, I like a little whiskey every now and then. So Redneck Riviera whiskey. Okay, what would I buy? Well, I'd buy a Made in the USA product if it was available. I would buy something that's affordable. I would buy something that stands for hard work, patriotism, godly country. So that's what my brand stands for. It's reflective of what I care about. So you have to assume that this move that Budweiser made is reflective of what they also care about. Yes. That's the point. And so I would probably look at the Anheuser-Busch guy and go, man, what are you thinking? It's it's not that I hate them for doing it. It's their brand. It's their money. They can do they can do it however they want. They got freedom. They can do whatever they want. But the customer is king. Again, I didn't just grab all the beer and throw it out out in the dumpster. I waited a week to see what my customers would do. And the customers spoke clearly. They don't want to purchase it anymore. And we had to make some room. That's how it played out. There it goes. Well, plenty of people did throw it all right in the trash, run it over with trucks, dump yep. it right down the drain. And that's your right. You know, I mean, like, again, as the philosopher said, it was the F aroundest of times and the find outingest of times. And Bud Light is finding, <laughs> finding out. We thank you so very much. We hope that you come back on the show. A ton of country fans watch. Again, can you just one shout out for Redneck Riviera and your brand? We are so supportive of Americans who start their own brand. Where can people find your products uh, and what you're up to, John? So Redneck Riviera Whiskey is now in over 10,000 stores throughout the United States. Uh, RedneckRiviera.com slash whiskey has a store located. Put in your zip code and you'll find a store. 10% uh, of our profits go to the Folds of Honor and have since bottle one. We've now, uh, Riviera brand has now provided over $1.6 million back to the Folds of Honor since this brand has been alive. So go out and find it. Grab a couple of bottles. It's the weekend. Uh, check it out. Hit me on Twitter at John Rich. Let me know what you think about it or true social at John. You guys. That's right. Hey, Godspeed and God bless you, John. Thank you, Benny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are just so honored that you, our audience, allows us to bring guests like John Rich on, allows us to bring, we've had on four members of Congress over the last couple of shows. We've had on uh, people who are literally changing the, the culture of this nation, big movers and shakers, and it's all because of you. People come, they see the show, they see the platform, you share, you like, you subscribe, you Download the podcast. That is really important to us. We thank you for doing that. It allows us to do outreach and allows us to bring more of the people who create the world and the culture that you live inside onto this show. And you can see them live on your screen. It's an honor. It truly is an honor for us. People that you probably won't ever see live on the screen are all the libs that are freaking out that their blue check marks went away. On Twitter, for those of you unfamiliar with how Twitter used to verify people, if you were a screechy lib, you got a verification. That verification badge means that you uh, effectively went into people's feeds more often. You were able to be seen. You had special access and privileges. And Elon Musk changed that term to say, no, 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 everyone is equal. And you have to pay $8. It's less than Netflix, but you can pay for your blue check mark and get the privileges just like everyone else. Not just a bunch, not just a cabal of, this is democratizing Twitter, right? Not just a cabal of the elites that get a blue check mark. It's actually everyone who can get it. And so the blue check marks were taken away. You can see here some of the meltdowns. You have Bill Gates is no longer verified. The uh, person who, 
And there's Elon Musk, Thanos, see ya. Jack is no longer verified. That's the guy who, of course, colluded with our deep state to censor Hunter Biden's laptop. And Vijaya Gade, the wicked witch of Twitter's legal department, no longer verified. Hillary Clinton, no longer verified. George Soros is no longer verified. And journos are absolutely losing their S. Journos are freaking out. Oh, man, it is delightful. These are the individuals who are extremely excited about Joe Biden passing trillion dollar uh, infrastructure bills and sending billions to Ukraine, but they can't pay $8 for a blue check mark. That is beyond. That is beyond what they are capable of. Yes, indeed. What I find particularly interesting about uh, this collapse here is that do you realize how many leftist companies that I am forced to support? Like, even if you try and like cancel everything, there are so many woke and leftist and BLM supporting companies that insult me and that insult us. And not every one of them can we stage a Bud Light style boycott of. Unfortunately, we must choose our targets as conservatives. We don't have the type of institutional uh, support that the left has. And so we have to be selective. We have to be strategic in our battles. And so it is important when a giant or when a, uh, ma a when a massive uh, beast is able to be felled. And it is wonderful when we have victories like that on Twitter. And another massive beast that was destroyed yesterday is BuzzFeed News. BuzzFeed News was shuttered late yesterday. Far left wing, extremely woke uh, BuzzFeed News uh, was and is no more. Everyone was fired. BuzzFeed, of course, going through a massive restructuring because they have failed. And more importantly, because nobody needs woke media anymore. Woke media uh, and the individuals who work at it were the tip of the spear, as it were, the Trojan horse, VC funded, often foreign dollars, VC funded woke companies are all going belly up because they've done their job during the Obama era. These companies were just packed with cash and packed with investment in order to push wokeness, race, hate, and division on this country. They burst into the relatively peaceful city walls of our nation. They burst onto your social media feed. They had done their job. They corrupted this nation. And now they're all going bankrupt because who needs 50 woke media? They're all writing the same article. White people are bad. 27 things you need to think about for being white. Because God made your skin color wrong. Yeah. All of us reject it. BuzzFeed is uh, headed for the ash heap of history. And as somebody who has a uh, personal history with BuzzFeed, boy, I am going to be cheersing that this weekend. I'm also going to be cheersing, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the fact that we structure our lives correctly. Now, I didn't plan with John Rich, the God family country slogan, but I certainly am happy that he uses that slogan because it's how we organize our lives. I don't know who came up with it first. He's the creative writer. He's the person who's the Grammy award-winning country music superstar. So I'm just going to assume it was John Rich. But I'm telling you this. If John Rich has the same slogan as this show, well, damn it, we are on the right path. God, family, country is how we structure our lives. It's how you should structure your life. And that is why we, we try and help you on this show by sending you off with a Bible verse. Today's Bible verse of the day from Chronicles 16. First Chronicles 16. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. I want you to feel that love this weekend. I want you to know that there is 
a God and a creator out there. He didn't make you in the wrong body. He didn't make you with the wrong gender. He didn't make you with the wrong skin color. He didn't put you in the wrong time frame. You know, you weren't supposed to be born in the 1600s. Trust me, it would not, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> God is love and God cares about you. God wants you to be peaceful and happy. He wants you to be confident. He says, don't ever forget your confidence for it will be richly rewarded when you've done the will of God, you'll see the fullness of his promise. Christ calls himself the Prince of Peace. So be peaceful. And even if we have these dangers that we report on and these existential threats to the kingdoms of the earth, we're not here for the kingdoms of the earth. Our victory, our victory is promised to us in this life or the next. So we don't even need to worry. Yo, you could just walk waltz into that weekend. Doesn't mean we don't fight. If we all give up, then then we're dooming our every loved person, every, every one of our loved ones, our children. We can't do that. That's immoral. It is immoral to not fight evil. We must fight evil, but we must keep our eye on the prize. The victory is ours. It's your boy, Benny. This is The Benny Show. Have a great weekend. See ya.